Asade. Asade. Tjärna bumbum. Okay. Yeah. Adoo and a doodo. Okay. You're a doodo. I'm a do. <laughs> I'm a do. You're a doodo. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I, I, I did it. You're a doodo. A doodo. <laughs> you like Naruto. I mean, I barely watched it, so. Okay, well, sorry, jeez. My apologies. <laughs> oh, man. Mondays. It is. It is. Mashing Monday. Monday, guys. Mashing Monday. Yeah, how's it going? How's life treating you? How was your weekend and week? Hopefully, it was good. Hopefully. Ours was all over the place. Fucking was, yeah. Yeah. That whole yeah. week. Honestly, last week was just fucking wild. <laughs> Jesus. But, um, yeah, October. October. Fun times. Fun coming times. into Halloween and... Yes. Yeah. My yeah. brain just stopped because that's all we really care about in Australia. Halloween. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's the only thing that really matters in October because we don't do Thanksgiving, so we're not... No. Halloween, Thanksgiving, yeah, Black Friday, blah, 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 blah. No. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, Halloween, Christmas. Yeah, that's the two major holiday yeah. things. And any other public holidays that fall in between, it's just the neat day off for us. Yes, usually. Yes. But yeah. um, besides... October, yeah. Besides Halloween being at the end... Yes, besides at the very end of October, the whole month of October is many things. Um, and this Smash and Monday, let's talk about it being Dogtober, mm-hmm. which is basically just the whole month of celebrating all dogs across Australia. Doggies! Um, yeah, so you can go to doctober.org.au. Um, a lot of people will set up like fundraising events and stuff like that. That's um, cute. And there's a lot of kind of challenges and stuff that you can do with you and your dog and all this stuff uh, to help raise awareness and funds for assistance dogs Australia. Yeah. Cause Who they, doesn't love a good old worky puppy? 100%. They do the best job. I love seeing them when I'm out and about and I just see them doing their little their little working dog job with their vest and I'm like, oh my god, you're doing so great at work today, little dude, look at you go. So cute. I, I want to pat them and give them all the love and attention that I can, but like yeah. I have to like physically stand still to make sure that I don't go and disrupt the doggy that's yeah. working because I want to so They're bad. They're on duty, I can't pat it's the on duty, I don't want to distract them, that's mean. It is yeah, yeah, because we don't know what the dog's doing. The dog could be like looking out for a seizure, like a lot, yeah. like drops or spikes in their blood sugar. It could be like for anxiety, yeah. PTSD. A, um, a dog basically functioning as someone's like eyes and guide around yeah. the whole place. One hundred percent. Like what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Yeah, just if you see a dog in a working vest, leave the dog alone. Yeah, the dogger was working. And yeah. even though, yes, as humans, obviously, we most of the time don't want to do our jobs and we want to get distracted, sure, but not the doggies. The doggo. No, yeah. whether doggies have their vest, they're just all about working. Working, because I love it. Working and I puppy. love the human. Um, yeah. I yeah. love my papa, even though she's not a working dog. She's an idiot. That's what she is. She comes over when you have anxiety. 
so she come. Or when she help. has anxiety. Also there. Also <laughs> I'm, na- I'm her service there animal. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yep, your nana's. <laughs> yeah, except she can't call me to her, so she's got to run to me. <laughs> yes. She can't just scream out, Mom, I need loving. No, she's got to come to me and then just look at me and I'm like, oh, okay, you yeah. want attention, all right. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I love you. My puppy. My puppy. Um, yeah, so besides Dogtober, it is also Walktober, um, which is apparently through, like, Blue Earth. Um, Blue Earth. Doc org. Um, so it's like a, yeah, website for, like, the betterment of... Um, Earth. People's health and health oh. in general and oh, stuff like that's that. That's kind of cute. Yeah. Um, so, Walktober in Australia is basically just to be like, hey, um, it is uh, it's spring starting, so it's starting to warm up and it's going to be a bit nicer outside, besides when it's raining. Lol. <laughs> um, like so, right before summer, where it gets like disgustingly hot and you just want to die every time you open your front door? Yes, basically. So it's, um, they've kind of set a challenge where um, this October you commit to doing 31 days of activity for. Um, a minimum of 31 minutes that's a lot <laughs> considering yeah. some days can't do anything some days i really don't want to leave the bed yes yeah even if it's like hot as fuck yeah. outside i just want to stay wrapped up in my blankets for some reason and i could be sweating bullets but i just don't want to move yeah exactly um, my movement for the day is just repositioning myself on the bed to get comfy <laughs> it's my 31 31 minutes of exercise yeah so um <laughs> even though it is walktober if it you can't go outside and walk and everything like that um it's kind of just to keep reminding yourself like hey just do something active today because activeness is good yeah even just like standing up from your desk or from your couch or in my instance bed yeah just stand up and maybe just like stretch for a couple moments good big stretches yeah and if you are just like feeling like you want to stay in your bed like i do and you don't want to move which i have those days i like doing a nice big stretch across the whole bed yes that's that one's nice and satisfying you know i'll stretch while i'm on my back and then i might like stretch on my sides and then on my stomach and then i'm like dang and it gives me like a little bit of energy yeah and then i might like sit up and then i'll get a head spin and then i'm like nah and then i'll stay in bed <laughs> but we stretch we do and stretching is also pretty yeah. good for you keeps um, the blood moving and pumping stretches out your joints a little bit especially yes. if you work at a desk and you're like oh constantly God, yes. sitting yeah. there yeah yeah and i'm one of those people that prefers to sit cross-legged like on a couch or on a chair or on the ground so yeah. stretching for me is very good because my legs constantly look up and then i feel like i'm 80 yes exactly yeah even though we're 25 so old, so old. <laughs> um so yeah uh that's basically walktober and then i also was kind of thinking because it is also dogtober kind of just combine the two and have like a little challenge with your um dogs to like every day this month try and go out for like 30 31 minutes Mm. with and just walk your dog around or something like that yeah and if you have reactive dog like yes nana obviously be careful yeah like nana's a reactive dog so we don't take her walking as much as we should but we do have a massive downstairs where we can throw the ball around and so like she still gets all that 
all that running around time she gets her energy out when she wants to play because she wants to burn energy she normally brings her like favorite stuffed toy over to yeah. us which is kind of like an indication that she wants to play so yeah, that also helps us kind of like move because it's like oh Bobby wants to play that's adorable and how yes. can you say no when they look yeah. so cute and happy unless it's pissing down with rain and then I'm like I have yes. to break your little heart I'm real sorry yeah. it's- well she doesn't usually want to go outside sometimes sometimes she wants to play when it's really badly storming oh. yeah just to just the time now. it's it's more because she hates storms so it yeah. helps distract her and then she's yeah. like mom please play with me and then yeah. i'm like it's two in the morning i literally cannot i'm sorry <laughs> i'm real sorry really but don't. i'll turn brooklyn 99 up how about that <laughs> doesn't always work but sometimes it does sometimes it does sometimes. yes depends on the episode uh, yeah that, that yeah this is true honestly yes. um Yes, so, yeah, the, this October, um, Walktober, Dogtober, um, many other things. Um, also, this month is Sexual Violence Awareness Month, which is so very important. Very important. Consent is sexy. Consent is 100% sexy. Consent is the sexiest thing you can do. And I'm not even lying. Like, even, there's been a few times, like, I've gone out clubbing and then obviously making out with people and then it's like yes deafs have sex and then go back to their house even if they obviously it's very assumed at that point because it's like yes we're going to fuck someone's house let's go but then the dude there's been a few dudes who it's just like okay we're home now like we're going to have sex are you sure you want to have sex and then that's just like extra sex i'm just just like you're double checking that i really want to have sex with you i would take my own clothes off please thank you like he's actually kind of like i don't know respecting you as an actual living human right (laughs) and like understanding that alcohol was involved exactly everyone gets caught up in the moment and sometimes when you make it to the destination and you've like calmed down and cooled down yeah, a little yeah. bit things change and you realize actually i kind of don't want to i prefer just like the yeah. making out thing with you and you might not yeah. want to have sex and it's just like fuck yeah i want your dick in me i will suck it now like fuck off yeah bring the dick out boy <laughs> <laughs> yes so that's the um very good example of how some guys out there do respect and do the right thing. Yeah, um, and then you've got some terrible guys terrible. who will like and do something while you're asleep, and was, that's not cool because consent is sexy. Yes, and um, it is also not just guys who do the. Of course not. No, it is also do. women, and it's also not just um, opposite sex. It can happen with same sex rape. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so many things. Universal consent is sexy. Yeah, basically. Um, so basically, yeah, um, in Queensland this October is mm-hmm. also Sexual Violence Awareness Month. Um, basically just to promote the uh, support options out there available for mm-hmm. those who, um, even if they haven't experienced something and maybe they're just kind of worried about it, yeah. they can go get information. Or if you have mm-hmm. experienced unfortunate that then um, has um, many support options out there for you to, um, I don't know, get counselling or any type of support that you need or help in, yeah, basically. Yes. The whole mass. Yeah, there, shit show that there is an organisation called Zigzag. I don't know if they're solely for women, mm-hmm. but I know that they are like for sexual assault. Uh, people who've uh, experienced sexual assault and things like that, where you can go and talk to them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, 
because that was recommended by my doctor zigzag was one and then she got very mad when every time i would see her like a couple weeks later she's like so zigzag and i'm like "Mm, i haven't called she called them in front of me multiple times to make sure that i sorted it out yeah so safe space obviously i trust my doctor so very much which is why i brought it up and then that's also why she was constantly like did you talk to them and then she called them multiple times in front of me and booked like for me to go in and chat to them and things like that because even though I was like I guess willing and open to talk to my doctor about it it still seemed like I wasn't willing to talk to like these people who were literally like experienced and qualified with these things and I'm like no it's a lot it is a lot it's it's so much especially when um, especially because in my head it's kind of like my doctor obviously she put in my IUD she's seen my vagina she's been inside my vagina yeah um, like I've talked to her about so many of my issues and problems and she's made it a safe space and yeah even though she recommended zigzag and she's like no they are very good and she's like look through them and she's recommended them to a few of her patients mm. there was still that thing in me that's just like well i still don't know who they are yeah, what if course. what if yeah but i never realized that at the actual time because in my head i'm still just like nah that's just another thing i have to do that i don't mm. feel like it but really it was just like no oh, they're random people i don't know if i want to go through it again yeah. kind of like going and seeing a new like therapist or psychiatrist and like yeah i don't want to go through all of that again even though it can help to like go through it and talk with about it with like a professional there to like help safely guide you mm. in that type of thing it is still like a very vulnerable discussion and it's 100%. hard 100% yeah yeah especially if you've already talked about it before and you've exactly. got and you've moved past that and then having to speak about it again sometimes even if you feel like you've moved past it having to then drudge it back up again to speak about it to someone completely new and different yeah like you could not be ready for it yeah which happens it does um, and happen. time things just take time it does yes. um yeah time can help a lot it's just unfortunately time you don't know the range or how long it's going to take for yeah. you to eventually start to feel kind of okay with what's happened yeah and low a lot about me for this but if you I think it's more because when when like the incident happened with me I didn't really get like super emotional or anything like that yeah solely because of the reaction of the first people that I had told and then the other people who were also good friends and they kind of like had the same reaction as me and I'm like okay stunning so went mm. and talked to my doctor and yeah. things like that and it wasn't till like maybe a month or two after it had actually happened when I was just in bed with Brandon and then he I think he moved or he did something and then it just set me off yeah. and I started bawling crying and that was like two months afterwards yeah. and I hadn't like gotten yeah. upset or emotional before that point at all and like yeah yeah shit happens yeah sometimes you think you could be fine other times it could hit you like a ton of bricks yeah like you it's, just need time you do yeah um and that can be a struggle but mm. uh to get off this a little bit deeper deep, deep <laughs> personal stuff lol um yeah so sexual violence awareness month um 
again provoke the support options available um, and also uphold the message that sexual violence will not be tolerated yeah. at all um, and each year um, they have like a kind of theme thing um, so this year 2022 is the theme is start by believing um, so mm-hmm. basically it's just an important very first step of anybody who if they come up to you and like toil you or whatever the very important thing that you can 100% do is just start believing or listening to what Mm -hmm. they're saying and if even if it's if they tell you something that happened and it's someone you obviously don't know could be a complete random stranger obviously you're going to be like what the fuck yeah and then if it's a situation where it's like Uh, the person is telling you and then you realize it's a friend of yours you need to still have that same reaction of what the fuck not oh wait a minute it was them yeah wait no don't do that no 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 one wants to hear that when they're trying to tell you something you need to listen hear them out and believe them because it's so hard for people to talk about it it is it's uh it takes a lot for people to even start thinking of honestly mentioning it to someone sometimes some people like can't even look at themselves in the mirror sometimes yeah. to try and like I guess refuse that it happened didn't try and ignore the whole situation so if someone does come to you to talk about this yeah listen and believe them because yeah. that's a big step for big them important step mm-hmm. um yeah so start by believing this whole theme yep. it's basically they're wanting for to transform the way people respond to those who have experienced sexual violence because we've seen all the great responses out there that Mm-mm. happening this year the hell it's 20, 2022 guys yeah. um like, so, come on. yeah basically um major important steps start by believing and there will be activities and events across Queensland to celebrate and recognise the efforts Mm -hmm. to support victims and the survivors Um, and then across Queensland there will be uh, many landmarks lit up um, in teal to to symbolise healing and trustworthiness that's cute so this whole just basically start believing what people tell you if it's fucking personal and hard Mm -hmm. don't discount it straight away um so yeah that's also to touch on that if they mention anything about a a, that person being in a position of power whether Mm. it's law enforcement medical like first responder or if they're a lawyer or if like they are that person's supervisor anything that's in a position of power is absolutely disgusting and is an abuse of that person's power yes and that is always bad yes always Mm. it doesn't ever last good for long at all no no um so yeah that's the three october awareness things that i will will be talking about this mashing monday yeah there'll be more (laughs) later And uh, also, solely for us, this isn't like a national-wide thing, um, we are doing Sobertober. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't drink a lot of alcohol. No. Uh, we primarily smoke weed. It's our medicinal weed. Yes, and, and Sobertober is for um, mostly alcoholism. Yes. And 100% agree that's... Of course. Alcohol can yeah. fuck up so many things for you. Yeah. Um, and we're not obviously disregarding that no. at all. We are 
using this awareness for that just in our own way so that we can also support and show awareness and things like that yeah because there are many different addictions out there it like might not just be alcohol or drugs it could be gambling it could be shopping it could be literally anything so yeah sobertober for us is like not smoking weed recreationally and using it for you know more of our anxiety and our insomnia and things like that and smoking less well having less vapes yeah just to um this whole month i guess i kind of take it as like just be aware of the things you do put into your body and it's obviously not like nutrition or whatever and it does can help with like mental health and other reasons and stuff like that but i guess it's just like think about it how much is being put into your body and realize Mm. what the consequences of that are and can be and just keep reminding yourself of that type stuff so you can then responsibly still make the decision to you know this is helping me a lot and yes it comes with these consequences Mm. but it's gonna help my life so much better type stuff and if you also feel like you know you don't drink a lot you don't put a lot of harmful things in your body in that sense but maybe you feel like you you know spend too much time out with friends and less time with your family you could use that instead and be like okay maybe i'll just take some time away from social activities instead i'll do more family activities or even doing more things for yourself and your mental health it could be that kind of i'm gonna say sober kind of option you could take yeah if you yeah yeah if it helps you and your overall like physical mental health and well-being that's pretty much what i think as well yeah yeah very very similar very same and you can yeah you know do whatever feels right for you if you want yeah. to support it in that sort of way yeah but that is the month that is, the is indeed the month so what's today nady today is the third of october mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. <laughs> so um and it's mash and monday money okay. <laughs> Today is the 3rd of October. Mm. <laughs> it's also um, World Habitat Day, um, which yes. uh, <laughs> this uh, theme is based around uh, Mind the Gap, Leave No One, and Place Behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically um, wanting to. Uh, kind of has addressed the problem of the growing inequality and the um, challenges in cities and um, human settlements and stuff like that. Um, and grow, um, draw attention to like the um, the growing inequalities and vulnerability, mm. vulnerabilities that have also been then exacerbated by what they call the triple C's, mm. which is COVID-19, yep. climate and conflict. Oh. Yes. And I'm like, no, damn, that's right, that is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, pandemic and recent conflicts have um, apparently reversed years of progress against poverty. Um, it's brought um, newly poor um, 
and also those who would have exited out of poverty mm. but um, still remaining in poverty because of the triple yep. C's that have happened and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Um, so this whole urban poverty and an inequality in like the cities and everything like yeah. that for um, all the homelessness and can't um, get a job, can't get enough uh, money to get food and all this other stuff yep. in massive cities, which I definitely see in Brisbane and Fortitude Valley. Mm-hmm. So happening basically yep. in all the so urban areas. All the time when I worked in the city and like, finish at three four in the morning and i'm walking through and yeah yeah so many people a lot um and obviously covid climate change way worse yep all of the different conflicts with government and everything else that has happened has not helped things that the government have been doing to like prevent the homeless from sleeping comfortably fucking stupid yeah basically um yeah, so it's World Habitat Day is drawing attention and raising awareness of this very much growing, massive, uh, urgent global priority mm. that they have called yeah. this, which 100% fair. 100%. Um, and it's time to just start to reflect on the state of our own towns and cities. Because yeah. I don't think a lot of people around Brisbane are no. doing that at all not a lot of people care no um also just to add on with that the rental crisis as well yes, yeah. i was gonna oh bring my that god up later. someone's saying my yeah. no, right. <laughs> <laughs> i was like wait a minute yeah that reminds me of like people like yeah trying to find houses and like f- like just yeah freaking the fuck out of what they're gonna do with all this shit wondering yeah. if they're gonna have to live on the street for a couple of weeks like, yeah exactly bro. because that's 100 part yeah. of the whole growing crisis that they're pointing out and stuff and the basic right to adequate shelter for all basically yeah. which i don't know why people should bring that up i feel like that should just be a given you would think but um yes with the whole rental crisis that's mm. definitely happening especially in uh, queensland and everything oh because i believe victorian melbourne people were moving up here yep. Mm-hmm. and taking all the properties which yes. i also heard from a real estate agent that a lot of the like rental houses and a lot of the houses up for sale currently within like brisbane and queensland um have like 200 plus applications yes yeah and if it's a rental property it could be close to 300 coming in per day okay, and yeah. i'm like Jesus Christ. Yes. Like the property managers have to go through that and then find the right ones and then get all of the other shit sorted to then take it to the owner. And I'm like, I'm like, no wonder. And also a lot of people like, um, like, uh, landlords could be say offering $600 a week for rent. And then because people are so desperate, they could be putting in that they will spend like seven or $800 a week just to make sure that they get a house. And I'm like, fuck which is it's bullshit it's bullshit which um ties in really well with what also 3rd of october is international tenants day fuck yeah so it's to it 
happened since uh, 1986, mm. being the first Munda in October since then. Oh. To um, basically promote and raise awareness of tenants' rights, rights across the world. Yes. So basically, look up your tenants' rights in um, Australia mm. and specifically in Queensland or the state wherever you live. Yeah. And um, they have also kind of pointed out because uh, 1st of October this year there mm-hmm. have been um, law reform changes mm-hmm. to the uh, like tenants rights bill, whatever it's Like currently? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the uh, website for International Tenants Day or whatever, mm. um, they have like a little key changes thing that they've been um, yeah, effective of mm. this. Um, keeping of pets, Yep. they have changed a few rules in those. Mm-hmm. So to um, go uh, look those up because that's, it <laughs> goes uh, basically through not just keeping of pets, but everything so which pets um what uh if they do any damages to the property are you held accountable who's held Mm. accountable and um yeah all that stuff to do with pets and everything like that i know that there is a key thing that i've seen like on twitter and tiktok about this as well Mm. um where one of the keynotes that they've made in regards to pets and tenants and landlords is that uh they cannot discriminate against certain pets now. Oh, okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, because a lot of the time, um, because Nana's a German Shepherd yeah. cross cattle dog, Australian yeah. Shepherd, so she's a medium-sized dog. Yeah. And as we're looking for houses before we got this one, a lot of properties would be like small dogs only or mm. no big dogs or things yeah. like that. So one of the big things that they're oh, trying okay, to, they that they are changing is that's that they good. cannot essentially discriminate on which animal. Okay. Especially because there's a lot of properties who have massive yards and houses exactly. and will say cats only. Yes. So, yeah, that's RTA as well and all of those ones are being like yeah no if you've got the property for it you cannot discriminate for whatever you feel like it because like as tenants we are still going to take care of whatever happens if Nana destroys it like if she starts digging up the yard we're going to be like what the fuck dog and we will go through those steps to then fix it it's not like we're just going to fucking leave it and then just be like oh sucks to suck she's a dog no because like you sh- your dog should not be digging that much yeah, yeah, a exactly. puppy understandable and you train them out of it yeah. and like nana does not dig which is very nice for very us. Good. Yes. yeah she'll like play dig yes but not actually dig but yeah that was one of the neat things that okay. i saw on like twitter and talked okay about yeah that's that. yeah they didn't um really yeah. go further i don't think okay. I, anyway um what else did you find on that uh also they have <clears throat> The key changes also included um, ending tenancy agreements, mm-hmm. and that's been a massive change. Yes. And I don't know if you've seen what they've changed or anything. No, I they didn't oh, have anything. Well, they there, didn't so I don't say know it on much. Okay, yeah. so um, one of one of the things I saw was the eviction because of the pets. So um, landlords can no longer evict tenants solely based on the animals because a lot oh, okay, of a yeah. lot of landlords like. Um, 
I guess it's like if the landlord's like, yeah, pets are fine, and then they come in and they realize like, oh, it's a like a big dog, maybe like a mastiff or like a bulldog or something they don't like, then the landlord would then be like, no, I don't like that dog specifically, so you guys are gone, kind of thing. Because oh, right. yeah, a lot of landlords can discriminate. People discriminate yes. against certain breeds. Yes, of course. So that's one of the things that they're putting in there that the landlord cannot evict you based on your animal. Okay, that's good. Yeah, kind of like when we were living at the apartments and we put in like the application to get Nana Mm. and like I guess I guess really the landlord could have said no depending on what dog we were getting but the landlord was like nah that's fine whatever just obviously look after it yeah like clean up after it and all that shit which we did yeah obviously obviously yeah so I believe that's one of the things is they can't like evict the tenants and discriminate over said animals kind of thing yeah yeah, I believe that could be wrong but we're getting more information coming out every day yeah um by the way they were talking in this article, these key changes that they've listed out, um, which uh, besides the two that I mentioned also includes uh, repairs and condition reports. Mm-hmm. It seems like all of those, the whole thing has potentially changed or wording or whatever has changed. I, so I think so, yeah. Basically, just go look at those stuff if you are renting mm. and those uh, key changes pique your yes. interest or whatever. To just find out yeah. what is your rights as a tenant. Yeah, and obviously, if you are renting at the moment, double check your tenancy agreement. Yes. Yeah, and because um, there are new updates coming out, so double check that and yes. then double check your tenancy agreements. If you yes. have any questions, like email or call your property managers. Yes. Like that's what we do whenever we are, I guess, confused or have an issue. Like one of us will email or call their property managers and be like, hey, and then they'll explain it or they'll be like, oh, and I'll be like, we're not 100% sure, we will get back to you. And then They'll send us a follow-up email once they've, like, figured out the answer to our question kind of thing. So, if you're ever confused, please reach out to your property managers. Have a look at the RTA as well. And if your property managers are just straight up ignoring you, just go straight to the RTA. Yes, 100%. The RTA are literally there Mm -hmm. for us as tenants, not for landlords. Yes. Because, obviously, landlords already have way too much power over their tenants. So, the RTA was created for renters. Yeah, for that. um, an extra extra third party that's needed because yeah the real estate agencies Mm -hmm. usually go by what the landlord wants 100% yeah which is why I believe I think it was during COVID or just before COVID like hit kind of thing they changed it that bond payments are now paid to the RTA and no Mm. longer to the property managers yeah so they've been making a lot of small changes like that so that tenants can have I guess tenants are more protected. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, For any issues and things like that. Yeah. Because then with the bond lodgements and the returns, yeah, the property managers have to lodge it to the RTA first. Yes. And if they're making any deductions, they have to put in the reasoning why, put any receipts and correspondence with the tenants to make sure that they prove that that has been authorized and shit like that. Yes. And then the RTA goes through their thing and then sends it back. Yes. And also um, with that, um, I had experience with that when I moved and stuff like that um they set i believe it was maybe a two week i think time limit on like um after sending like the bond Mm. lodgement um stuff for my part um the real estate agent of the other place that i used to live in um they had yeah i think like two weeks to send or dispute that yeah. matter and then if it hit past that date without any communication from them then everything is 
fine, null and void, they can't really bring it back up afterwards. Mm. So that's pretty good. Yeah. RTA, absolutely wonderful. If you get an email or anything from the RTA, double check it. Yeah. 100%. I'm one of those people that will just like kind of look at it there. But if it's from the RTA, I'm generally like, shit, I'll quickly actually <laughs> go into the email and I'll look through it just in case. Yes. Just in case. Nine times out of ten, it's something stupid, just like an update about like them doing like maintenance repairs to the site or some shit. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, but whatever. sometimes it's like important things, like these things. Yes, exactly. But also TikTok and Twitter because that's yeah. the real we're millennials. That's yeah, exactly. the main way we get our information. <laughs> yes, exactly. Social media. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yes. Yeah, just like this now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's uh, that's all the two awareness mm. days that are happening. Mm-hmm. We love that. And I guess now for our Mash and Recap of the Week. Mash and Recap of the Week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, recap us, baby. Recap us, yes. So with the start of October, there was also uh, previous awareness days that fell on Saturday and Sunday. And mm-hmm. then also that started on Saturday and will last for about a week. Yes. So uh, the awareness days that happened on Saturday that um, I found pretty good to note. Yeah. Um, Saturday the 1st was International Coffee Day. Gotta love it. Oh, it's love coffee. <laughs> basically just to promote and celebrate coffee as a beverage in general. Delish. Delicious. But then also to promote fair trade behind coffee mm-hmm. and awareness of the um, plight of coffee growers and stuff that how they don't really get as much money as most people would think mm-hmm. from growing coffee beans and all this stuff. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Because so. a lot of them are in, like, uh, I guess, like, Africa, India, uh, Nepal, places like that where they don't... Yeah. Uh, or I guess they don't have proper workers' rights, potentially. I, so, like, yeah, they I don't, don't get paid so. properly and things like I don't that. Think yeah. So, yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> but shout out to Merlo Coffee. Like, not sponsored or anything, but shout out to Merlo Coffee. They do amazing coffee, Delicious. amazing beans, amazing baristas, consistency across all stores. Again, not <laughs> sponsored. I just really do love Merlo Coffee. Uh huh. Yeah. And they also do a monthly bean. And I love that because yes. they have a Q expert, and his name is Simon. He's a lovely man. He's actually really nice. Yes. But he goes to like the different uh, coffee farms and things like that. He chats to the workers. He chats to the experts who are growing it. Yeah. And he goes around to different regions to find, I guess, the best bean that Mm. he thinks would be good for the next month for Merlot. So... It's, it's amazing because they actually like showcase everything and they've got like a huge spiel that they send out every month for their bean of the month kind of thing where it tells you where it was made. And yeah, it's it's amazing. It's I amazing. love it. Yeah, because it highlights all of the workers in the different yeah, places where the different cool. beans come from. And yeah. some of the places where like I've read where it came from, I'm like, dang, okay, I didn't know that like was a place but also i didn't know like they would grow beans in this kind of area so some of them are pretty neat and the different flavors and things that beans can produce yeah wild yeah like why (laughs) the fuck the the magic i love coffee though i have a coffee bean tattoo on my ring finger because coffee is love coffee is life and even if a person does leave me my coffee addiction never will so 100% no that'll always be with you yeah, well, 
I'm drinking a V as we are recording this. <laughs> also not sponsored, but I love V. I v got, energy yeah, drinks. Sure, okay, yep. <laughs> Um, what? I'm a slut for coffee and caffeine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you are. <laughs> Besides mm. International Coffee Day, um, 1st of October was also uh, World Vegetarian Day. Um, basically just, obviously, to bring awareness to the ethical, environmental, health and humanitarian benefits of a very vegetarian lifestyle. Mm. Which, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, veggies are honestly... Veggies are pretty, pretty amazing. Good. Yeah, like, like so much. I love, um, I love getting from like burrito bar or mm. Mad Max. I don't eat Guzman as much, but it's mainly burrito bar and Mad Max. Mm-hmm. But like the vegetarian options, yeah. oh, they're fried fish. so good. Yeah, like I don't know what it is, yeah. but yeah. like Mexican vegetables, delicious. delicious, delicious, with rice and beans and all of that shit. Then you got some carbs wrapped up like a fucking beautiful burrito. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm slut for Mexican food. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you're a slut for many things. <laughs> burrito bar, please sponsor me. <laughs> I mean, I haven't ordered from you in a while, <laughs> but I will, I promise. <laughs> like, I had sombreros and it wasn't as good as you guys, okay? So I'm sorry. I'm sorry I cheated on you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> vegetarian day. Vegetarian day and um, vegetarian lifestyle. Um always good be nice to animals it's much appreciated obviously not as extreme as vegan diet but it's still appreciated every Mm. little bit counts um i'm not fully vegetarian or vegan or whatever but i do usually prefer the vegetarian option just because it just sounds so much more delicious and sometimes meat don't want it yeah and sometimes if you get chicken it's dry if you yeah. get if you get like the beef it's like a bit chewy like there's so many ways that meat can go wrong in a meal and i guess veggies too but veggies are easier to like put salt and yeah. pepper on and then make it a bit better yeah 100 like, yeah so many workarounds with veggies so many workarounds. we're not yeah. vegetarians <laughs> Funny enough, I have vegetarian socks, but they're actually weed flowers. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, it says I'm a vegetarian, and it has like, it's got the weed flowers all around them. I'd wear them to work, and so many people would be like, oh my god, are you a vegetarian? And then I'd be like, actually, look closer at it, and then they're just like, oh shit. <laughs> My favorite vegetarian socks. They're pretty good vegetarian socks, yeah. Right. I'm like, I guess if that's gonna be my veggie for life, show. I'll be a vegetarian. Yeah, I miss that. Yeah. If weed is my veggies, I'm gonna be a vegetarian for life. Weed counts as part of the vegetarian lifestyle. 100%. Percent. Mm. (laughs) Um, 1st of October was also uh, Pink Ribbon Day, which... I'm sure everybody knows what Pink Ribbon Day is. It's hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. But if you don't know, it's uh, basically just to bring awareness about breast and <laughs> gynecological concerns. Did I say it right? Gynecological, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I said it right. Cool. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're fine. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> 
uh, cancers <laughs> and stuff like that. So just uh, um, also a day spent to raise funds for prevention programs, support services, and mm. the vital cancer research that goes behind breast and gynecological cancers. Mm-hmm. Look at you go. <laughs> I know. Um, First of October was also International Day of Older Persons. Yes. Which I found really cute because honestly, some older people don't get enough respect or anything that they deserve, and they did a lot. <laughs> they survived. They survived a lot. Yeah, you got some beautiful elderly people out there. Yeah, and um, I, I got know some fucking psychos, but yeah, we're obviously ignore them. Ignore them. Was this? It's the beautiful one. First of October is the day to, um, yeah, just to draw attention to and challenge the negative stereotypes and misconceptions about older people and also aging in general. Because, yes, actually, as as we pointed out, there are some really negative and kind of asshole older people out there. However, I, I like to think they're a minority and they just speak louder. And there oh, 100%. Are, and there are a lot of older people out there who do not fit that misconception yeah. or anything. And like they lovely. are very nice and very polite, and you yes. never have issues with them, with them, and that is why you never hear about them, because yeah. they're the chill ones. They're nice. Yeah, you only hear about the asshole entitled ones. Yeah, typically. That believe just because they were born in, like, the 1800s that they deserve everything in the whole fucking world, and I'm like, you deserve my shit on a plate? How about that? <laughs> Want a nice warm cup of my piss too? I can arrange that. Yeah, yeah yep, yep. Sure you could, yes. <laughs> I got plenty of petty staff members who do it with me, so. <laughs> yes, you do. Mm. You're 100% mm. here, yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, so also uh, not just about older people, but also aging in general. And um, also to kind of bring attention to or help older people in general come to aware that just because they may be older doesn't mean all of their potential to do things have gone you can you still have a whole bunch of potential yeah. to do a whole bunch of things and um this year 2022 theme for international day of older persons is resilience of older persons in a changing world so <laughs> you 100% still have a potential and the world is changing 100% so fast however um, they the website that I was reading this off they particularly pointed out um, the role elder women play in the community and society in general they play a massive significant role in it and a lot of people kind of forget about it because I don't know they just always been there the nice ones that are always there to help I mean, and yeah a lot of a lot of like my regulars are older women and they've got grandkids and i love chatting yeah to them. and you know sometimes i'll like look a little pale in the face from for some reason and then they'll like get me to sit down and they'll chat to me and then i could yes. be like oh yeah like i had some of this food and it w- didn't agree with me they'll be like oh well because they know that brandon cooks and i don't because yeah, he's a better cook yes. and his mum was a chef so yes. 
So then they're just like, oh yeah, well, I'm pretty sure Brandon will have this and this. So if you ask him and then sometimes they'll write it down and then, you know, they'll fold it up and then they'll put a little love heart on it yep. for me. And then it's just a little <laughs> slip to give to Brandon that'll make me feel better. Yeah. And I love them. They're my favorite regulars. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, and, they're um, beautiful. They love you as, so much as well. Honestly. I mean, one of them came in randomly and just held up these two keychains that she made that had, like, crystals and things and, like, little wooden little wooden trinkets and other things. And then she's just like, pick one. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, pick one. I made one for you and one for the other, Ash. And I was like, what? <laughs> so and then cute. Yeah. And then she was like, I... I like the love heart for you and I was like I'll take the love heart one and then yeah I still have it yeah and yeah I was like that's fucking adorable stop it and obviously (laughs) made her a free coffee of course and I'm like that's so cute I love you what the fuck yeah like such little things and they're adorable yeah yeah um, little things and then also the massive vital contributions and um I know the perspectives on how much resilience and all the contributions that they've made to the changing society um, Mm. and all this all of (laughs) changing society Mm -hmm. changes of society (laughs) of all ages (laughs) (laughs) and um, yeah so they they play a massive role in um, that and uh, Today is all about promoting their inclusion of their their voices, perspectives, and also their needs and stuff like that. Because again, they play a massive role in the community and society. With um, the lovely people, beautiful, lovely people, but also um, I know my grandma also helps me to just remind me of like different perspectives on kind of life and not to take certain things so seriously because she's lived such a long life and she's like oh that stuff doesn't matter you'll forget about it in a couple years it's fine i'm like holy crap grandma yeah you're probably right <laughs> i love how your grandmother and my grandmother are two very completely different grandmothers. Uh, yeah probably yeah because i'm i am your grandmother where i am reminding my grandmother that like things are changing and shit happens like you gotta move the fuck on yeah well and like i but i mean i'm also the grandchild that like actively tells her to sit her old ass down if she's being a fucking nuisance like yes. i'm more than happy to do that of course yeah and like i have plenty of piercings while everyone got like the hidden piercings and the hidden tattoos when mine are obvious because i give zero fucks of course. yeah because we all know if she says something about anything of the way I look, I will turn around and I will destroy her old ass. I do not care. She hits a button, I'm gonna fucking demolish her. Dad has to remove me from the room a lot, but I still love my grandmother. No. And like she's taught me some very funny things. Like a lot of the time she'll be telling a story about like the family and like the kid like obviously my dad and yeah. then like his brothers and sisters doing dumb shit. Yeah. And then if it's like a if it's like around Christmas, everyone's there and drinking. All of the kids will like pipe up and you know say parts of the story, and then Nana will just sit there, you know, enjoying the family vibes. Mm. And then out of nowhere, someone will say something stupid, and then you've got the other siblings that just look at them, and then I'll look at Nana, and she's just sitting there with the biggest smile on her face, <laughs> and then she just looks at them and's like, "Is that so?" And I'm like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I reckon I get my pettiness from my grandmother because yeah. Yeah, they just, yeah. they always seem to ha- have a way with just cr- cr- 
controlling a massive group of people. 100%. Even though most of them may be related to her, she can just treat them all like that too, and they will shut up. <laughs> yeah, I scary. remember my father outed himself that he used to throw his homework. <laughs> he actively threw his homework off of the river bank, went into the water so we wouldn't have to do his homework. And he told this story, and he's just sitting there watching TV and says it. And then I just look at his face, and he's just like staring at the TV and not moving and then I look at Nana and I just see her staring at my father and I'm like oh my god she didn't know and then that like that fucking song goes through my head it's like she knows she knows she knows she knows she knows yo dad she gonna kill you you better run even though she's old yeah she gonna kick your ass yeah you never doubt no matter how old like a woman may look, mm. if she fucking starts yelling at you or something, you do not <laughs> doubt that she will whoop your ass. I'm really glad I have like my license now and like I'm an adult because I will straight up get the keys and just dip. Just drive away. 100% I'll dip and then I'll get a phone call from dad and I'm just being like, where did, like, why did you leave? And then I'm just like, cause I said something to Nana and I got a look and I fucking dipped. And they'll just kind of laugh and they'll be like, what did you do? And I'm just like, not gonna lie, it was just a snarky retort, just per normal. But then I was like, oh shit, no, that was a bit bad, so I had to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a few of those moments. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'll just kind of look at her, because I normally sit next to her, because we'll play games. We'll play, like, mm. card games, or, like, we'll knit together or something, or we'll, like, do crosswords yeah, course, or whatever. Yes. I'm terrible at crosswords, but she sucks at Sudoku, so. Yeah. <laughs> Balances out. Yeah, so then we'll kind of be sitting close, and I'll make a snarky comment, and she's like within stabbing distance of her knitting needles. So then I'm just like, I'm out. I'm like, no, nah, she'll fucking fling that shit through the window, potentially. Like, no, nope, goodbye. Good Catholic woman probably wouldn't, but I'm like, I, I know she could have it in her. Yeah, of course. Mm. 100%. 100%. I wouldn't put it past her yeah. to like randomly come home, like go to Nana's house, and then just see a knitting needle sticking through the window. I'd be like, hello. Yeah. God, that wasn't me. <laughs> Um, oh. So, yes, that was whole International Elderly. Day of Elder Persons all about, um, which ties in nicely because also in Queensland from 1st of October till the 7th is considered uh, Queensland Seniors Week. Yes. So, again, Queensland of all ages basically just come together and celebrate the value, value contribution of older people because... Yes, there are some shitty, not changing, stuck in their way ones, but there are also very nice, loving ones mm. who accept change and can help you in a lot of ways in life that you don't expect or don't think of, type stuff. So yeah, come Honestly, and celebrate yeah. them, basically, whatever way that you can. Um, <laughs> also that started on the 1st of October and lasts for a week is National Superhero Week. I forgot about that. Yeah, which um, it's kind of like Talk Like a Pirate Day, where um, it's just a fun fundraising costume event. So basically just dress up like a superhero, whether that be one from like an actual comic book or a movie, or one that you just create yourself, up to you entirely. And then spend the whole day um, help fundraising for muscular and dystrophy in Australia. Mm. Um, also, from 1st to the 7th of October is National Adoption Awareness Week, mm -hmm. which is coordinated by Adopt Change, yeah. and basically, obviously, just help raise awareness of adoption and um, 
provide uh, education on all of the support services and needs that children and families may mm-hmm. have, um, especially in the uh, adoption kind of world. Yeah. Um, so this whole week is aimed to increase the insight and understanding of people through a series of uh, specialist and community-based events um, across Queensland and stuff. Um, and these um, events will explore the experiences of children and families through local and inter-country adoption, which cool. Yeah. I love getting... Um, more information on that because it 100% changes depending on where you are oh in this God, country. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, also the events will p- promote um, reform of Australian adoption laws and the practices to facilitate a pro-adoption community mm. because I don't think a lot of people kind of talk to it or no. treat it as a good normal thing to do. No, yeah. no one ever really does. Which is unfortunate because yeah. I think it's amazing. Yeah, and like adoption is like one of like mine and Brandon's plans. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I have PCOS, might not be able to have kids. Also, I don't know if I want to actually have kids. Yeah. But adoption, I'd be down to adopt 100%. because I- yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to help out another child, but like actually going through the steps of being like, yeah, I'll carry a child for nine months. I'll go through all of those things. Oh yeah. I'll stop eating things that I like and not being able to drink things and not actually being able to do a lot of things. Yes. Have to change a lot of my meds. Like it's so much, yes. especially for women, like men, uh, super simple, like typically, yes. yeah, pump and dump. That's all they really got to do typically yeah and then you got some men who like i guess they kind of do it like a solidarity with their partner who's carrying their child of like Mm -hmm. they won't eat the oh yeah yeah yeah. they'll try not to eat the same things or drink the same things as their partner yeah because they're not allowed to for nine months you know and yeah depending on the relationship but i'm fully down for adoption yeah yeah i think it's so good yeah because then you've got some kids who have been in there for a while and then literally like you can see it in their eyes that they feel like they're worthless yeah and it's just like you are not worthless little dude if you do start thinking of adoption, don't just automatically think, I want a young child to no. adopt. There are a lot of like teenagers mm-hmm. and, I don't know, pre-teens that in the adoption um, areas that really do need families as well. Yeah. And they would be 100% appreciated of it. Yeah, and if you still really desperately want to go through the process of like raising yeah. a child, sure, but I would still have a look at the older yeah. children. 100%. Because like you can work with them with other things and then when you like you'll enjoy their company, you'll obviously love them, you're yeah. adopting them. You'll work with them if they have any issues and things like that and then exactly. you guys can then discuss as a family, "Hey, what if we adopt another child?" and then you can get a younger child if you really want to still have like that baby stage yeah. or like that toddler stage or whatever. Like you can still adopt and go through those, but yeah, you can there's very other much help. Yeah, you like can that. very much help a child who's been yeah. in the adoption. And even for maybe people who don't want to have a child because they don't want to have the younger years of mm. a child, and like yeah. they're just a person who can't deal with that or don't want to deal with that, maybe look into see if you could handle or want to 
adopt an elder child who you don't have to go through that with them and can yeah. do all the good fun stuff yeah there, are, yeah there are people who do want parents but they don't want to go through the baby stage because yeah. they don't know if they can handle the sleepless nights and things like that exactly. yeah so adopt an older child they could be 10 12 anything like that yeah or i don't know 15 16 yeah who knows oh dear if they're 24, then that's questionable. That's, I don't know if you can do that, that That's legally. a little more questionable. Um, I think that's more of a kink for them at that point. Potentially, so. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that uh, wraps up the first. So, the 2nd of October, two things, um, was the International Day of Nonviolence. Yes. Which, I love it. It's so good. Um, it's celebrated on... Mahatma Gandhi's birthday. Oh, right? which is so cool! Oh my god, I did not know that. That's yeah. really cool. And um, yeah, basically just aims to disseminate education and understanding of the positive effect of non-violence. Yeah, which again, I don't think a lot of people know what talk about. So. A lot of people prefer to use their fists just yeah. straight away. It's very reactionary and quick to go to that. But yeah. a lot of positive things could then happen if you didn't do that and had a non-violent reaction. Yeah, if you so. just took a breath and just communicated. Yeah, and it's okay to like feel angry and want yeah. to or have the urge to punch somebody. But like then realize and take a step back. Like mm-hmm. I can't do this. And realize that's unnecessary that's for the situation. Yes. Um. So yes, International Day of Nonviolence, and then uh, second of October, also World Farm Animals Day. Yeah, animals. Yeah, the farm animals. Love it. Animals. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, the day is dedicated to exposing mourning and memorializing the needless suffering and slaughter of the more than 55 billion cows, pigs, turkeys, chickens and other sentient land animals in the world's factory farms and slaughterhouses. Yeah. So that's just the factory farms and slaughterhouses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 55 billion. Which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous, and I would 100% rather if I did in the rare occasions that I have meat, rather didn't come from a factory or a slaughterhouse. No, man. Rather a, I don't know, a nice farm or whatever that yeah. had good life or something. Um, <laughs> so, Before you try and come for us being like, then just don't eat meat. No, no. there's a complete difference between wanting the animals to suffer yeah, right. before they die and wanting them to be able to enjoy like the normal things that regular farm animals get to enjoy yeah. who aren't going to be used for meat for the general public like they still deserve yeah. that experience Not even if they raise like a product only still honestly, treated like yeah, a sentient they are still animal. a living breathing sentient yes being yes my god so um yes because they can't speak your language does not mean that they are less than you exactly which uh ties in nicely for um it's also a time for all to speak out against the atrocities and brutalization of animals raised for meat eggs and dairy yeah because a lot of it most of it i don't know i probably say at the very least 92 percent of it is unnecessary the violent and Honestly, aggressiveness yeah. of it. Why? Unnecessary. It's, yeah. 
The, the violence and aggression is very much unnecessary. It is not needed. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, all the awareness things that are Happen currently happening. It's yeah. A lot, a lot of important things. That. Yeah. 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 And a bunch of other fun things happened during the week as well, didn't they? Yes, all the fun recap news things. Mm-hmm. So, yes, let's... Um, yeah, we got two very interesting ones that... Um, Honestly, I found both of them on TikTok first. Um, that's how I like saw the first kind of like, wait, what the fuck is this? And then obviously we um, went, did a little more digging as we do as nosy bitches. Yes. Um, so do we do we want to start in Australia or in America? Um, no. America, I guess. Start in America? Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Hit us with the fuckery that they did. Uh, with, uh, well, yeah. it's American-Australian also yeah. related. Fair, but <laughs> um, this is solely America. Yes, this was in America. That in, done fucked up. I believe Los Angeles. Yes, yes LAX. In the, uh, yeah, their airport. Um, an Australian woman, um, Madalie Gawley, I believe it's pronounced, um, was deported from LAX. Um, after being uh, detained in a detention mm-hmm. In a detention cell, yep. Yeah, so um, she was apparently um, border agency, whatever, came mm-hmm. up to her and basically detained her on the suspicions regarding her attention to house and cat sit during her holiday, apparently. And um, when in the detention center, they... Um, so they apparently asked um, Madeline um, about terminating a pregnancy and they said that this was in line with their policies and they had the right to ask this of after suspicions and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. After the whole Roe v. Wade was overturned in America, so abortions are illegal. Yes. Which is funny enough because California, where LAX is, mm. is one of the states where abortions are still legal. Yeah. And the, I don't know what they call, like, we have premiers in uh, Queensland and um, Australia. Know. We've got premiers who are like the head of our state kind Is of thing. I don't know if they're senators or whatever they are in America, but what? their head honcho dude for California, for their state, actively said and put out that California will remain a like legal abortion state mm. for the health, safety, and well-being of the woman of America. <sighs> Uh huh. I'm glad not everybody's insane. I know. And the fact that he had said this, and then I still saw that TikTok at LAX Mm. because of that, and fucked up. It blew my mind. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Like, it makes no fucking sense. No, it doesn't. Um. Yeah. So while in the detention cell, um, asked about terminating a pregnancy, and um, asked if has had an abortion while current while they were in um, LA mm-hmm. um, then they were deported from the US for I don't know what she answered it didn't say 
Um, but apparently in their policies, termination of pregnancy is not listed. It is not. It is pregnancy loss, which mm-hmm. means stillbirths and miscarriages. Yes. That is it. Yep. And the Border Patrol like customs officers who were chatting to Madeline said that they can ask three questions and one of them was termination of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But online and their public reps who have stated that they can ask about loss of pregnancy so the fact that like you know the actual company is coming out and stating publicly Mm -hmm. that it's loss of pregnancy and then this border security dude person has been like no i can ask you about termination of pregnancy it's like what the fuck bro that's a power trip and a half like no 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 relating things that aren't related yeah dumbass not fucking related whatsoever my bro no so yeah that's the fuckery that happened in america fucking bullshit (laughs) yes and because madeline is an australian and as we know in australia abortions are legal yes so that's fucking dumb why the fuck does it matter if it's like she got a fucking abortion exactly yeah because like like if if I got an abortion in Australia and then went somewhere and they asked me and I had literally just gotten one, I probably wouldn't think too much of it. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I got one done when I was yeah. back home. Like, what the fuck yeah. of it? And like, then what were they gonna do? Yeah, what the fuck are they gonna do at that point? Are they gonna deport me because I got an abortion in my own country? Like, yeah, well, what? I don't know. Yeah, again, it just said she was deported, but I don't yeah. think it said why. I'm not a hundred percent sure as to why either. Maybe we, maybe I'll have a little sleuthy myself. Yeah, but being back in Australia ourselves. Oh my god, at least we don't have the fuckery with our politicians, oh you know, roving Wade and all of that. But unfortunately, we still have the parasite of fucking Pauline Hansen. <sighs> Hashtag Pauline Hansen is a racist. 100% is a racist. Oh my god. So, yeah, I saw this on TikTok and then obviously it's trending on Twitter within Australia. Of course. Um, Pauline Hansen is a racist. Mm-hmm. She responded to um, one of the Greens. You were right when we were chatting before. It is the Greens. Yeah. yeah. Um, I believe it was the leader of the Greens. I'm not sure of her name solely because I mainly don't want to mispronounce it. Cause I, yeah. But um, they had put out a tweet in regards to the Queen dying and, mm-hmm. you know, said even though, yes, I, you know, you know, send out regards to, you know, the family of someone who had passed, but she will not mourn the, like, death of a colonizer and, you know, a colonizing country and things like that. So Pauline obviously... Yeah, fair enough. Pauline obviously retweeted and responded to it, and the whole thing was like, you came to this country and you use these benefits and things like that, which, yeah, borderline racist, you're just being a cunt at that point, and not a good cunt, you're being a fucking fucking dog cunt at that point. Um, By the end of it, Pauline then says, um, you know, if you don't like it, piss off back to Pakistan, which obviously racist obviously wholeheartedly racist so the greens took it to parliament being like no like we need to discuss this that pauline is actively racist the tweet itself was racist was bullying all this other shit Mm -hmm. and the greens obviously actively said like 
if this happened in an everyday workplace, mm-hmm. this would not be tolerated, and Pauline totally would not. be fired and would be gone. And I know that for a fact. Like, if someone said something like that to me, and I went to HR and I talked to like the managers, and I'm like, "You fucking kidding me? This person just told me to piss off back to New Zealand for some racist reason." Yeah. You know, they would instantly fire that person. 100%. Like, no discrimination. That's disgusting. And then, yeah, the Labour Party. Uh, essentially from like the TikToks and the th- things I've read and seen is that the Labour's pretty much blanketed her comments and the things that she was saying. Yes, they said it was racist and stuff, but just kind of covered it and essentially are moving on. Even though Labour themselves actively said that, yeah. yeah, that is bullying. It's schoolyard bullying. And it also triggered the Labour um, the Labour leader who is also from another country and yeah. would get picked on like that in school as well. So that mm-hmm. triggered memories. And same with the Greens leader who was obviously targeted by Pauline. And the fact that they just pretty much just yeah. blanketed the thing. I was like, are you fucking kidding the me? Actual what? Fuck. Like, what kind of dirt or some shit has she got on people yeah, and where the- she can't be fired? Honestly, she needs to do a Clive Palmer and just dip. Right? Fuck off. Clive Palmer realized he was fucked up and in the wrong and he dismantled his party and like no one's heard of Clive Palmer that's what Pauline Hanson needs to do at this point do a Clive Palmer and fucking dip yeah like no one wants you you're being fucking racist it's disgusting and nobody is standing with you Mm. (laughs) like um uh, janitor janitor (laughs) senator Uh. Oh no, I read and I saw the thing as well and I forgot his name, but I think his name is Senator John. Um, he act- He's the one that called her a scumbag in oh, yeah, Parliament. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I love that. As soon, so obviously they're discussing it, like Greens, Labour are saying their things. Pauline then stands up and then she's like, I refuse, refuse to take back what I said and apologise and shit. And then ended her statement in Parliament with... Um, if you know the green senator um needs a ride she's happy to take her to the airport and then instantly without missing a beat one of the green senator was just like you're a scumbag yeah and it is in the actual minutes of the parliament hearing kind of thing it's true yeah it's fucking disgusting the fuck says that in general but also in a goddamn government parliament setting Mm -hmm. house but what the act that then brings us back to like yonks ago when fucking Pauline went to like uh, one of I don't remember which school it was but was talking to the Aboriginal students about you know do you believe that it should be illegal to climb and walk on Uluru and the kids were like well yeah duh, yeah, duh. and yeah um, fucking Pauline's like well you know I'm a First Nation I'm Aboriginal I'm Indigenous and then they're just like are you Excuse Indigenous me? and then she's like yeah I was born in Australia no like if I'm not Indigenous then what am I? And the chick no. without missing a beat is like, British? British. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, well, if this isn't my country, where should I go? It's just like, England, bye. If like, the laws the were different, homeless. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Pauline Hansen was homeless, I would actively steal from her. 100%. Yeah. If I fucking saw that she was homeless on the street, I would actively steal from Pauline Hansen. I wouldn't give a shit. I yeah. would steal her. I would steal from Pauline Hansen and give it to the other homeless people. 100%. Yeah. 
100%. I'd be the Robin Hood of homeless people solely against well, Pauline Hanson. She wouldn't last homeless long anyway. Nah, I hope someone would piss on her while she's sleeping. I'm Take a shit on her pillow, give her pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pauline Hanson is scum. She is, yes. She is true. disgusting. <laughs> and just being racist is uncalled for. She needs mental help. Because, like, how can you? Whatever. I know. It makes no fucking sense. Makes no sense. But outside of Australia, got fucking, fucking Putin doing some dumb shit again. Oh my again. god, he's also dumb. <sighs> fucking um, Putin. Fucking Putin. So, yeah, let's update what's kind of happened in that area of the world. Um, apparently on Friday, um, uh, Putin held a ceremony for the illegally, well, I say illegally, annexed four regions of Ukraine into Russia. Mm. And during this ceremony, Putin claimed that the Anglo-Saxons in the West turned to terror attacks in an attempt to destroy the European energy infrastructure. He's talking about... <clears throat> The Nord Stream 1 and 2 Europe gas pipelines that had undersea blasts Mm -hmm. and were damaged. And it involved several hundred pounds of explosives leading to huge methane leaks in the ocean. Putin added, those who profit from it have done it. No one's... Exactly. What? Exactly. What the fuck is going on? What? Exactly. Nobody's believing him. Nobody at all is believing him because obviously... He's fucking wrong and he's fucking dumb. Dumbass. Um, Biden, President Biden, obviously, dismissed this claim as outlandish. Mm -hmm. And um, the blast, the damage on the gas pipelines was a deliberate act of sabotage, yes. and Russians are pumping out disinformation and lies, and um, America will be working with allies to find out precisely what happened. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Who did it? I wonder. God Putin. damn it. Putin um, did it. Yes. That's, uh, it was Putin with the bomb. Basically. Underwater. Yeah. Um, it's like Cluedo, but <laughs> Cluedo, but like around the fucking globe. Yeah, right. Who did it? It was Putin it? with a bomb underwater. Basically, done, done with s- several hundred pounds of fucking explosives. One hundred percent. Fucking Putin. Yeah. Um. So that's a quick update, and then also a quick update that I got from Philip DeFranco, a little clip thingy. Um. Ukraine has taken Laman, which was a major Russian logistics and transport hub. Mm. And um, the the um, Chechen leader, I believe, yeah. who um, Philip DeFranco said was Sad Vlad's only friend, <laughs> called Russia to use uh, low-yield nuclear weapons on Ukraine following them taking Laman. Sad Putin's only friend. Oh. I know. I'm like, I fucking love it. Philip DeFranco is hilarious. <laughs> Sad Vlad's. That's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. So yeah, Sad <laughs> that's a quick update on Russia, Ukraine. Yeah. <sighs> Sad Vlad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's going to be in the history books. Sad Vlad. 
Uh, yes. Um. <laughs> besides those, I know heavy topics. I guess. Um, a little fun news things that I've also read and found. Um, I found this really cool. Um, Canadian fossil hunters apparently spend six months camping in outback Queensland mm-hmm. every year, um, and they basically call it home. And they've done this for more than 14 years. Cute. And Why? They, they just go out there and basically just, you know, out in the outback mm-hmm. with a lot of dirt, dust, everything, and they just fossil hunt and find. And they've apparently found some amazing finds and stuff like that. And then they, I believe, they go to the museum or something mm-hmm. there. And then I think they give it to them or something or something. That's adorable. And everybody in the community knows them. And when they come back after their six months six months away or whatever, they always like, "Hey, how's it going? Oh, I've just I was thinking about you the other day and all this stuff." That's and adorable. I'm like, That's so cute. That's so cute. No, I want to go see them now. Right, Bob and Gary Fluling. That's adorable. So cute. And Bob is 79 at the moment. Canadians and they're still doing so it. Wholesome. So wholesome. Love Canadians. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. cute. Um, another thing which I found kind of funny, I didn't do much research because I figured it would be less funny the more I dug up on. <laughs> Tradies apparently perform citizen's arrest after uh, teenagers allegedly stole a type. Toyota. Toyota. Yeah, are you okay? What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. That's not even a hard word. <laughs> Toyota. Hilux. And apparently just a group of chadies chased down these two teens in Manly West on the 30th of <laughs> September. <laughs> They're just fucking running after them in fucking Manly West. That's hilarious. <laughs> right? I don't want more information. I just want that. I feel like that Hilux would have been a manual as well. So probably. those teens were probably like fucking stolen and fucking it up. That's how they probably caught up to them. Because <laughs> they didn't know how to fucking drive a stick. <laughs> Fuck, that's hilarious. I know, right? <laughs> I like, if I saw that, I'd probably be cheering the tradies on. I'd be like, get him, get him. Well, like I'll pretend to help the teens but try to tell them how to change gears and I'll make sure they stall and fuck it up. <laughs> that would be pretty like, Yeah, take your foot out the clutch entirely. Yeah, yeah, Just like, take it out again. Yeah, yeah, take your clutch. <laughs> try putting it again. Yeah, it's not working. Yeah, I fucking know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my god. Oh. <sighs> Yes, I had to share that. It was great. Oh, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> it's very Australian. It is. <laughs> um, I kept myself laughing if there were airshows as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, yes. I, just, I just thought of that. Because <laughs> it was in Manly West, isn't that in like, New South Wales? I think so. Yeah. So, like, so yeah. yeah, a lot of airshows over there. I'm pretty yeah. sure Manly West is somewhere like around Sydney. Like, oh. That kind of New South Wales area. I don't know New South Wales that much, but I don't. Either. If it is, that's a lot of air shows, and that's yeah. even funnier. Oh wow! Oh, Lordy. Yes, and uh, yeah. So you can see why I don't mention it. No, one hundred percent. That's hilarious. Um, another news thing. I'm sure everybody in Australia knows about this. Um, Optus, a phone company, had a hacking 
um, and basically, oh, I don't know how many, but it was a, a whole bunch of people's clients' details were hacked and taken, basically. Yes, there was a massive cyber attack against Optus. Yes. Uh, yeah, Optus is a major carrier within Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Take care of, like, internet, phones. Like, yes. Streaming <laughs> services. <laughs> Bro. Yes. Um, so I found a little update for mm-hmm. that, which I found, goddamn, a list of dumb people keeps going. Um, the federal, the Australian federal government mm-hmm. says that um, Optus still has not provided full details of customers who had Medicare or Centrelink details exposed. Services Australia wrote to Optus on the 27th of September for mm-hmm. details. As of the 2nd of October, still not provided. Did it have a timestamp for that on the 2nd of October at all? No? Um... It was probably in the morning or something, I don't know. Cool. So, touching on that. Is there another update? I got a text. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was looking at before. I got a text, and like, Optus message, so I assumed, you know, my bill will be coming out soon for one of the many, many things we have with Optus. Yeah. No, the text message itself is, cyber attack update, confirming only the license number on your driver's license was exposed. Ah, okay. Not the card number. Your state or territory government will provide advice on any action that you may need to take via their website. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, like, the fact that me personally, mine was just my driver's license number was exposed but not that like i don't understand this confirming only the license number on mm-hmm. your driver's license was exposed mm-hmm. exposed not the card number i'm like what um i'm like are there like i'm like i don't have my id i never have my id on me oh uh, yeah, sure there like, are card numbers on it are there yeah on but the i'm like what the actual fuck Oh, the card number on the back. Yeah. Low. So, it's probably they they just saw maybe a picture or something on the front. Yeah, they probably got the front of it, but still, I'm like, cool, thanks for sending me a text, like, now, but, like, Um, what? Also with that, I did hear that, um, transport. Mm. Transport services or whatever um, about the Optus breach. If your driver's license number is part of that, they will give you a free one with free card with a new driver's license number and stuff. No. Yeah. Well, oh. the license number is fucking exposed. You can't use I it. I know, but I no. I know. <laughs> I know my license number off by heart. Yeah, well, no. Now somebody else probably does. <laughs> probably not. Probably no. The only reason I know my license number off by heart is because of all the piercings I was getting and that I kept getting it by the exact same person because I'd constantly go to the same shop to get my piercings done. So by that point, every time I go and see Georgia, I don't need my license on me because she knows that I'm over 18 and she knows I knows all of my details. Yeah. Like, if I get pulled over, I get stopped and I don't have my license on me. Exactly. I'm going to have to change so much shit. I know. Dang it. That means I have to keep my license on me now when I'm driving. Yeah. Fuck. Well, you have a, a legitimate reason for not having it on you for a while. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, with us being on our, like, full license, 
technically, oh, yeah, legally, we have 24 hours to go to the nearest police station to provide our license. But that's why I know mine off by heart. Yeah. Because if they're standing there, because we've got the little tablets where they can look it up, yeah. I literally just have to tell them yeah. my license number. They can look it up, see all the details. I obviously know what they are. Man, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You know what? Fuck Optus. Maybe yeah. with my new license number, I'll go somewhere else. Potentially. Or maybe I'll just go in and I'll try and get them to give me a new phone and a new watch for the bullshit they've put me through. I mean, maybe. I, I mean, need to get a new watch anyway, and the like, thing is, I can update my phone shortly, so I'm like... Yeah, 100%. But the thing is, fucking security breach, homo sent, terrible that it happened. We wouldn't have hated Optus for that. It's them fucking responding to that with absolutely nothing and not telling anybody anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, what the fuck? Do you do you have any updates on what um like the uh I don't actually know what her actual position is, but she is the head of cyber security for all of Australia. No? Okay, so I saw this in a TikTok, as I do. Um, so yeah, headhunter for cybersecurity within Australia said that when they chatted to Optus and everything like that, Optus was saying that it was, you know, a big hack and everything like that, and it was a massive, you know, effort. And then the actual head of cybersecurity of Australia then said, no, it wasn't. She was just like, no, it was very easy and Optus was being lazy and it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. And I was like, lol, I'm not fucking surprised. But the fact that they were trying to cover it like it was something big instead of just being like, look, we we done stuffed up a little bit. Had they just like been open and been like, yeah, look. That's my my point. It's like the way you responded to it makes it really suspicious and we don't like you for it. 100%. And I mean, we're planning to go to Westfield tomorrow. Yeah. Who fuck knows? Maybe now that I've got the text message about that, I'm going to go in and be like, look, before I didn't really care, but now it's like um, going to fuck up a lot of my life. And I've got to like, yeah. I've got to redo so much shit. Just yeah. in case, yeah. I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to redo so much fucking yeah. things. Granted, like, um, the Queensland government should send me like yeah. a message in my gov and stuff. Hopefully. Like, hopefully they have a system where hopefully. they'll probably update it for everyone on all of our behalfs or they'll have maybe. it step by step on how we can do it and the important things we have to change. Yeah. We'll or find maybe out. they'll have like an option thing where if your number has been affected or whatever, then it leaks you into an easier thing to change. Potentially. We will hopefully find out, but I also have to take a new photo and do a new signature for my license yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, I guess it kind of works out. At least I don't have to do all of that and then get a brand new license number. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. if they can sort this shit out, maybe I can get it done in time. Low. Yes. Fucking hell. That's so stupid. Yeah, basically. Swear to God, Optus. Ba- yeah. Um, I'm going to start shit. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> but I will be a petty bitch to get what I want. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's right. Yeah. Um, Fuck Optus. What else we got? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, another news thing. Um, the Australian government is going to launch a rescue mission to uh, Syria. To what? Syria. 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 Oh, is that how you say it? Syria. Syria. Uh, I've always said Syria. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so basically, it's a fucking difficult situation. Goddamn. Yeah. Apparently, um, there are Australian women and Australian children, I think, uh, whatever, um, over in Syria who have said 
basically they were lured over there or went over there for um, Syrian husbands mm-hmm. who have now basically died. So these women yeah. and children have been um, taken and trapped in Syrian detention camps and uh, they have said that there's more than 20 Australian women and more than 40 children. What? The children are... Um, usually have been born there mm. i think with like the husband who was yeah. then passed away and stuff um so the ages of the children typically range i think they said six to zero so Jeez. very young yeah and so australian government is planning to launch rescue mission to try and get them all out mm-hmm. but they can't get them all out at once no. so they're going to have subse- sub subsequent Mm-hmm. operations in the coming months to hopefully try and get them back. Jeez, why are they being detained? Is it solely because their husbands died? I Yeah, uh, it didn't have any much information wow. on why. It just seemed like it was just like this Syrian environment where their husbands was dead. They're Australian women, they're not Syrian women, so maybe that's why. And I, I feel like it could be the whole thing of like women are solely men's property so without the husband you are nothing and you now mean nothing potentially yeah that's that's the way honestly that's the vibes i'm getting yeah but so hopefully after the operations there are successful hopefully yeah and hopefully they'll give us a couple more updates on yes why and what the fuck yes yeah what the fuck yeah dig more on that distracted with ukraine and russia bullshit um next on the (laughs) The last of uh, um, my random news thingies, um, in Western Australia, there are farmers who are getting renewable standalone power systems as Western Australia's regional power grid is dismantled. Okay. Yeah, so basically it kind of started from this um, one family, um, Pultney family, I believe. Um, basically during February, the bushfires and everything like that, um, apparently it damaged the buildings, but also the electricity, electricity grid on, um, Pultney family's, uh, property and stuff like that. And so that's basically being destroyed and all this other stuff. So they're starting to basically plan to take thousands of farms out in like mm. Western Australia yeah. area and stuff like that and the properties there off grid and this whole plan is starting to slowly take shape from the beginning of this because mm. um basically it's gonna be a vast and expensive state owned network that um crisscrosses uh sorry, this is the thing that's being dismantled, sorry. Yeah. Um the vast and expensive state-owned network that crisscrosses the wheat and canola fields that brings the electric light and power to mm. the remote farmhouses so that's what's being partly dismantled and yeah stuff like that so all the electricity poles are being cut down and will be carted away the south the thousands of kilo- kilometers of overhead wiring are going to be rolled up mm which fucking great and in its place it's going to be essentially what homes in like cities have for solar power but it's going to be beefed up farming versions of the standard ones obviously and um according to western power 
no other network operator has embraced off-grid power on this scale anywhere in the world. Dang. Yeah. So, um, yeah, basically it's starting from this article anyway with Mm. um, the Pulteney family, their electricity grid being damaged from the fires. Yeah. So with that electricity grid, it would apparently travel 200 kilometers to get to their property from like the obviously main thing. And the last 10 kilometers of its travel, there would obviously be very few users. So the cost per customer bills were fucking huge. Yeah. So with this new system that mm. they want to put in, um, it's going to travel about 40 meters. Oh, yeah, fuck it'll yeah. Be on that fucking yeah. property and shit. Fuck oath. And they said that the SPS, the um, solar power mm. stuff, um, it, they, it didn't cost the Pulteney family anything and Western Power still bills them the same rate as before. Yeah. And um, I don't know what he, his first name is. Uh, Mr. Pulteney basically said that um, he used to not be able to even use like a power tool in the shed. Yeah. But now he's never out of power, which is Hells so good. Yeah. 100% good. Because um, this is really important why I kind of want to talk about it is because um, the climate fuel disaster situation mm. is going to get a lot worse. In um, 2021, the cyclone Saroja if people remember that. Yeah. I don't know if I... Basically, it was over in, like, um, Western Australia area, so yeah. we're not surprised we didn't really talk about it and get news coverage from it. Um, basically, it just left a trail of destruction 700 kilometres long and 150 kilometres wide, and it left more than 30,000 residents without power. Yeah, what the fuck? However, there was six properties who escaped the blackouts. The ones with SBS. Hmm. So, um, uh, the head of grid transformation at Western Power, Ben Bristow, says that uh, those six com- those six customers remained with power throughout the duration of the cyclone, and this is a clear demonstration of the resilience this technology is bringing to the grid. Yeah. And resilience is. 100% important to regional grid operators with mm. the climate change going to happen, which will increase the risk of bushfires and make cyclones more intense and all this other stuff. So having more reliable power is going to be much needed out in rural yeah. areas, 100%. So that's pretty yeah, cute. I wanted. Yeah. I'm like, that's amazing though. Oh, just because, like, Mother Nature's, like, fucking destroyed that guy's electricity mm. and he's like, ah, fuck. And now he has something so much better. Didn't cost him anything to put in, I don't think. And it's so much better than it was and it's going to be cheaper yeah. than it was. That sounds so good. Right? And I'm like... Jesus. Right? So good. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, all my news things. Mm. And we got another random, random news thing that I found that popped up on Reddit. Yes, that's... (laughs) Yeah, on Reddit, not TikTok, Reddit. (laughs) Um, Is, well, in Australia, Uh we do daylight savings, apart from Queensland. Yes. So where we are currently, Nate and I live in Queensland, and we don't 
Queensland doesn't do daylight savings. We don't change our clocks whatsoever. Yeah. It's fucking great. We don't have to worry about it. The rest of the country does. Sucks to suck. Modern world, it doesn't really matter. Honestly. So, um, I believe potentially today or I'm not 100% sure. Either between Friday and Sunday, mm. um, coming into October, yeah. the Lord Mayor of Brisbane, Lord Mayor mm. Adrian, um, mm. said, let's bring daylight saving summertime back to Queensland. The Summertime Act was written more than 30 years ago, so the hard work is done. We just need to change the dates. Since daylight savings was last trialed in Queensland, Brisbane has a vastly better outdoor lifestyle, so why not play to our strengths and give people another hour of daylight? Let's bring on another trial to give Queenslanders another chance to have their say. Everyone did have their say. Everyone hated it. What they say? Literally all of the comments for it and um, the Lord Mayor Adrian posted it onto Facebook as they do for the boomers. Yeah. So obviously all of those comments are like Queenslanders did vote. We don't want it. We don't want daylight savings. That's the majority of the comments. Same on um, Reddit and Twitter. And most of the comments are like, like, yeah, we did vote on it. We don't want it. Yeah. Why bring it back? That's literally why we had the fucking vote 30 years ago. What the fuck? Yeah, and then a lot of people are like, why are we caring now? Yeah. Like, we never cared before. We have not given a shit for the past 30 years. I feel like we there's don't care. other and slightly more important things to there focus on than... way more important things know, than for Queensland to clock? jump onto daylight savings. Yeah. And, and another thing I've seen, which isn't... Um, I don't know if it's 100% true or not, so, you know, don't take my word for it. Um, They are looking to trial the summer, summertime saving, whatever it is, that they want to do for daylight savings, with only the Brisbane region. So... We're gonna change our clocks. I'm not 100% sure because that's what they want to trial. They want to trial it within the greater Brisbane region within Queensland to trial the daylight savings time, and the rest of the state can be perfectly normal. Those are the things that I've seen, but I haven't been able to find an actual like article yeah, or anything to from guarantee like, that. That's, yeah, that's and I'm happen, like, cause... if that is what they're planning that's fucking stupid it's either the whole state or none of the state like what the fuck yeah like that's dumb as shit also why also no one cares about daylight savings like what the fuck they voted on it 30 years ago no daylight savings are we gonna vote about it again we don't fucking want to we don't care about daylight savings my god they don't like to listen to the public well, apparently they want to leave it up to the, you know, Queenslanders to have their say. And no, they're all saying they don't want it. Yeah. So why the fuck are they going to put it to a vote? Yeah, I don't know. They just say they like to listen to us. They don't actually listen to I us. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, they, they really love to say that they're all about the community and listening to the people. But yeah, no, they never do. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't raised with actions speak louder than words. <laughs> yeah. Fucking idiots yeah like if if queenslanders had an issue with daylight savings they we would have brought it up we would have brought it up by now yeah we would have we would have brought it up over the last 30 years that we've had it but yeah what the fuck you just like i don't know glance at the things we've actually talked about and we want to change start on that list like the climate change and like the homeless people around brisbane instead of worrying about daylight savings yeah because no one really gives a fuck 
Learn to Not listen for fucking once. Yeah. And also, um, today, today, the 3rd of October, yeah. um, is also a public holiday within Australia. It is uh, Labor Day Labor. for every other state except for Queensland, where it is the King's birthday. For some reason. The Queen is officially dead, yes. and now we must celebrate the King's birthday. I, I mean, I don't give a fuck. It's a public holiday. But yeah, I was like... Yeah. Unnecessary. Yeah. I got a phone call from um, a real estate agent because I got to sort out some things and I was going to go to house and like, well, yeah, if you want to go on Monday, it's a public holiday. So that's Mm. a good time. And I was like, wait a minute. Monday's a public holiday? He's like, yeah. Did you not know? And I was like, no, what the fuck's it for? And he's like, oh, apparently it's the king's birthday. And I was like, lol. That's right. Yeah. The queen's dead. We're not going to have queen's day. Like queen's birthday? No. But yeah, the rest of the country is Labor Day. Yeah. And we've got the king's birthday. I don't understand. Uh-huh. Makes no fucking sense. I don't know. Oh, it, it's very interesting. But also, actually, touching on King Charles, um, they've also released the official, I guess, photo of the slimmed down monarchy uh, with King Charles, which is King Charles, Queen Consort Camilla, and then uh, Prince William and Princess... Kate of Wales Mm. and um, the timing of the photo being taken is the thing that's in question and that a lot of people were having issues over because the photo itself was taken the day of the Queen's actual funeral and of the day of mourning and it seemed like they more just took the opportunity where the four of them were together and they could take the photo and snap it and you can see how tired and like distraught obviously they are because of everything that's going on and what's just been happening throughout that week and everyone's questioning the timing as to why they did that and it's like what the fuck especially because um like everyone's obviously seen all of the other photos of like them obviously being out and about and they're all in their you know blacks and their mourning and that is what the photo is of the slim down monarchies everyone's like why why (laughs) yeah look um unfortunately the queen is dead so that means there are no more smart people there apparently i'm like what they the are considerate fuck, nice people it seems i'm like honestly i don't care whether we're a part of the monarchy or not like shit. even though i'm a new zealander and i'm not an australian but i don't even care if new zealand's still a part of the monarchy or not like shit. really they didn't intervene in our countries nah. whatsoever nah. not to the point where we where i personally care enough about whether you know we still come under the monarchy or not but also i mean new zealand's history with the monarchy is very different to australia's history with the monarchy so yeah like yeah the idea my people world. ate their people yeah and we got a treaty yeah like we have the treaty of waitangi and like all of the people of new zealand know the treaty of waitangi and no one has an issue with it compared to australia where there's australia day which a lot of people hate and the 26th of australia 26th of january 26th of australia well 26th of january is and forever will be invasion day yeah that's that is when they were invaded 100 yeah i look because i am australian born so i was raised and i Uh do have memories of us like all Australia Day 
ever was to us was, ah, oh, cool, beach day. Mm-hmm. Let's, I don't know, see the Australian flag everywhere and have a barbecue, basically, and just hang out with family. Mm-hmm. That was all it was. I don't see why 26th of January has to be a fucking dedicated day for that. Pick a different day. When it caused so much hurt on that day. Like, there are so many other days, especially within January, that they can pick. Pick any other day. Just any other day. Why does it matter so much? Oh, we've done it for so long. You know what also was done so long? Not fucking murder in Australia. (laughs) Until... British. Didn't you guys also change the date multiple times? Yes. It wasn't originally 26th of January. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and everyone's like fucking up in arms about it. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. This is why I get angry about it, because I'm like, it makes absolutely no sense. And I was raised with it, so why? Why? It doesn't matter. Yeah, and like, I'm a Kiwi, obviously, New Zealand. I come from a completely different country where our people took no shit. We literally ate them. (laughs) We were a smaller country and like our chiefs were able to communicate with each other a lot better than Australian and the mobs because Australia is so fucking big. It's huge. huge. And New Zealand is a lot smaller, so obviously we had that advantage. But we also ate the people that came near us. And um, I believe there is a beach called Murderer's Cove, (laughs) because that is where the British came to New Zealand and landed, and that's when we fought them, sent out our our boats, our workers, started attacking. When they came to land, we ate them. And he named it Murderer's Cove. And... Yeah, and then he left. Yeah, because he's like, nah, fuck those crazy people, and we're just like, yeah, man, I need a new toothpick. Come here, or like, fuck, I need a new guitar string. Can I use some of your insides? I don't fucking know, but like, we gave zero fucks. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, then we definitely yeah. worked. And then they came back, realized they needed to do something better, <laughs> and then came up with the treaty. Not the assholes. Pretty much. Because they're like, yeah, no, they're going to fucking kill us, eat us, do whatever the fuck they want to us. We need to have a treaty. Which, yes. obviously, being the white man, they took advantage of it because yeah, of Māori people couldn't, couldn't read English. Read English, yeah. yeah. Which is and, another yeah. messed up but bullshit thing. we are getting our land back because, yeah. for some reason, the New Zealand government like... Actually protecting yes. the Māori people yes. and giving our lands back. We do yes. have to go through a process yes, to so get our land back, which I'm guessing Aboriginals do. Yeah. I don't know much about it. What I have yeah. heard, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Apparently, you need to have a whole bunch of physical documentation, evidence what? of your family actually living or having ownership or something of that particular area to give to the Australian government to then say no this is actually the fucking area that my family has lived that's what I have read somewhere so I don't know if that's 100% true no that's fair 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 but if it is it's fucked up so it doesn't surprise me if it is true I I know a little bit of the process of getting our land back in New Zealand because my family is currently like um they have like a whole family uh like family page and they all discuss things and Mm. there are some uh members of our family who are a little more involved in like Māori politics and things like that to help the Māori people get their lands back and all that stuff so I know we're going through that and 
for our thing, we have to put down um, our tribes and mm. like where our family came from. Yeah. And from what I think I know is the New Zealand government have a list of the tribes within mm. New Zealand because is, that's yeah, what is that's... known. They're the tribes that are known. So we just have to, we kind of just sign the thing. We have um, certain family members if they want to represent for someone else or a specific part of the family, you know, people do all of that stuff. Yes. Then they send it through and it's a whole process. And they also put it in the newspapers as well of like, um, land treaties or mm. like returning land and things like that and mm. they have it in the newspapers of specific That's cool. like tribes and yeah. iwis that are trying to take their land back and like if you are a part of this and want to you yeah. know partake to try and get your land back then yeah, yeah they've got those things be cool. that I've seen bits and pieces I could be wrong that's but those cool, are yeah. things that I've seen yeah and I'm like that's yeah yeah well the thing is is because it's so hard for them to prove it is because one they didn't talk or know english yeah. two they didn't know how to fucking write or read english yeah. so they why would they make physical fucking evidence of something for such and such future in a different language just in case such bullshit which i find really i find really interesting because like obviously um there are are there many different Aboriginal languages, or is there like just one Aboriginal language? Uh, I'm pretty sure there's multiple. Multiple. But, like I don't know if it's like all completely different languages or like mm. different dialects of a language. Type okay, so I yeah. don't know. But I believe it's more than one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, because like yeah, with New Zealand, because we've got Māori and everything like that. Yeah. We've with our Māori, it's pretty universal for most of the words but we've got certain like regions and tribes that could have different words for the same thing or mm. yeah or the same word could be used for something else kind of thing mm. um so there are that little workarounds but we also i i don't know we had chiefs and our tribes and things like that so we had a lot of documentation mm. and things like that especially for our because Māori people, we have a whakapapa, which is our family tree. So it mm. tells us, like, who our family members were, takes us back to, like... You made yeah, it's, it's our family tree. It's, yeah. yeah, even though it's in Māori and it's not in English. And, yeah, like, nah. I don't fully know, like, the translations, but I know what my whakapapa yeah. and pepeha is. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I'm just surprised that the Aboriginals don't have something like that. I believe they were just, a lot just oral... They, ours, ours is oral. I believe our, they were mostly strictly oral teachings. And well, stuff our Fucker like Papa and our Pepeha was yeah. always oral. Uh, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't they, That's, I, the only type of, um, I don't know, physical things that I know they yeah. create. Again, I have no frame of reference for any of the information. Those, I could be entirely wrong. All I know is obviously the paintings. Everybody knows Aboriginal paintings. Mm-hmm. And then also the. Um, like wall art and everything like that. That's yeah. everywhere around in Australia. We all know that's Indigenous Aboriginal yeah. work. That's the only type of like physical stuff that I know about. No, that's fair. And then obviously later after colonization, blah, 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 people started like maybe like kids books and books about their yeah. mythology and all this other stuff. Are there like... But it's nothing from before colonizations, I don't think. Do you know if Abor- Aboriginals have like tribal tattoos? Like how, like I've got our tamokos and everything like that. Do you know if Aboriginals have anything like that? I don't know if they ever tattooed anybody. I know they had like, um, like 
natural paint, I guess. Yeah. Like, obviously different natural colored paints. I know yeah. they did that for multiple reasons for, like, yeah, yeah ceremony, ceremonies and, like, war things and all that other stuff. Yeah. I don't think they did physical tattooing that scarred the skin. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I know that, like, because we have kapahaka, which is, like, our Māori dancing and everything like that. Yeah. And for those, my mum would draw like uh, tamakos and things on me mm. just with eyeliner because yeah, yeah, those yeah. are our Māori like designs yeah. but they also can be permanently tattooed yeah yeah. when it comes to like performances they're generally just like d- the generic designs but when it comes to like my actual tamako that my cousin tattooed on me yeah. it's, it's our family history yeah see yeah, that's it's, basically Aboriginal paintings yeah, I guess and yeah. I'm like that's yeah. just so interesting yeah. that they just don't have some. Well, no, they could have something that's have. like I mean, kind of like that, but they just maybe don't have. I don't think so. Don't talk I mean, about. I, I don't like from the Aboriginals I do know that do have tattoos. None of them that I know of have been like traditional or of like that kind of some yeah, sort of significance. I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. We need a <laughs> we need a chat to a teacher. Miss Lowell. We need to chat to Miss Lowell. Miss Lowell. We well, need to ask yeah, Miss Lowell. Maybe well Teacher's Day. True. Well Teacher's Day. We can ask Miss Lowell. We can find out. Yeah. But well That's get off that. Things. That was yeah, we were more just I guess I was also learning something new because I mean I don't know yes. a lot about Australia and Aboriginal yes. things, obviously. Yes. Also again, I I could be hundred percent wrong. Oh no, of course. Please yeah. don't quote me and I, if I am wrong, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, so sorry. I moved here in two thousand and twelve, so I yeah. when I moved here I never got taught anything that you guys got taught because you would have learned it in like junior and middle school. Well the thing is we didn't really get taught this stuff this is just like bits and pieces of information wow. that i've like put together with the little things that we did know about where we did we knew about the paintings we knew about the oral traditions mm. and all that other stuff and then that was about it yeah we got taught like in new zealand i got we got taught about the aboriginal paintings and like we used mm. to do that as well within like one of the mm. classes like learning how they do it why they do it those things um yeah. Yeah, and like how it links up with like the Māori culture and how it's similar and things like that. That's but cool. obviously, we, we don't do learn a lot because yeah. yeah. But it's so wild that New Zealand taught me quite a few things about Australia, and then when I moved to Australia, you guys didn't really teach me yeah. shit, which I find yeah. is very well, interesting. I, yeah, I believe it's changed. According Hopefully to Miss Lowell, changed. so that's good. True, and we will double check According to the things Lowell. that I was learning in university for teaching, it definitely has changed. Well, that's, so that's amazing. Great. We love that. Yeah. So Stop. it's mainly just oh. my generation that had kind of a shit education about it, I guess. Yeah. Depending on what school you went. Well, 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 well. Look, that is very fair. <laughs> but we'll move on from the hard, touchy subjects yeah. because you know we just got some fun song recommendations yeah. on our fun Masher Monday. A little songy, songy snippies. Song Song sex. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I'm going to start it because I didn't realize the song was actually out. But Charlie Puth, mm. Charlie Be Quiet, heard it when he was making it on TikTok, loved it. And then I eventually saw it on TikTok and I was like, oh, sh- oh not TikTok, fuck Spotify. Lol. <laughs> I was like, yay, it's actually out. Um, but on TikTok, mm. 
I did see that like Charlie announced that like he's almost finished his album and he'll be releasing it and he gave us like the track list and yeah. a lot of the songs he'd like shown us on TikTok that he like had been coming up with and then obviously everyone's like oh my god that's great you need to continue or some yeah. of them was just like eh not bad we know you can do better kind of thing so <laughs> he was also using TikTok yeah. so went through the track list and he's like yeah you guys know this songs and there's a few songs that we don't know of so I'm very excited for That's that album excited. Charlie Puth Charlie Be Quiet Don't Make a Sound Got to Lower the Noise a little bit now love him <laughs> it's such a good catchy song oh, fair enough mm. I'll be interested to listen to the album as well honestly yeah yeah <laughs> uh, um, one song that I don't know when I found this sometime this year um, The Audacity by Emlyn fucking so good um basically it just kind of calls on mostly shitty men i guess and other people where um yeah basically even though nobody asked you um nothing's working so i've been searching why do all these men find the audacity type shit and i'm like oh fuck yes and it's so good and i'm like where do all these men find the audacity no actually i'm like fuck yes that's that's very good yeah that's neat yeah that's my recommendation um Another song, just because I really like it and I love the way that he made this song. Uh, mm. Elton John, Hold Me Closer with oh, Britney yeah. Spears. Oh, yeah. yeah, his like remake of it. He's just a fucking genius. Like, the song <laughs> has been out for a while, but I just fucking love it. It's so smart. And then he did the other song with Dua Lipa, and I'm mm. like, bro, he's just sampling himself. Yeah. yeah. And he's making more bank on his own fucking samples. He's... And then you got to fuck a, like, a bunch of other people, yeah. like Jack Harrow, who sampled, yeah. like, um, Glamorous yeah. to make First Class. And, yeah. like, that's all right, but done better. Um... Low. Well, another song recommendation, I guess. Um, Unholy by The Rex. Um, Yo. If you hated Unholy, this by Sam Smith. I I like this song much better. It's just it's just nice. It's really good. It, mm. It's just everything, and it's it's just a bop, really, like a rock kind of bop-ish. So yeah, I think I might have heard it on TikTok. Yeah, it sounds probably. Familiar. I wouldn't be surprised. And, oh. Um, also, just on Unholy, Miley Cyrus also has a song called Unholy. Oh, really? And it's also better than Sam Smith's nice. Unholy. Nice. <laughs> well, because <laughs> I was like looking for his song on Spotify and then Miley Cyrus's one came up and I was just like, all right, I'll listen to it. And I'm yeah. like, actually, not bad. And then when he released the actual song, I was just like, yeah, no, I'd rather listen to Miley's Unholy than that piece of shit that yeah. dropped. No, fair. But there is a song that we both very much... Uh, love and adore. Yes, and found in two different yeah, ways. Yeah, two very different ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, Scene Queen and Set It Off, Barbie and Ken. Yay. Yeah. So I love Scene Queen. Love her on TikTok. That's how I found her and some of her songs and everything like that. And then, yeah, Barbie and Ken came up on TikTok and I'm like, fuck yeah, Set It Off. Bet, baby, this shit is great. Set It Off is amazing. I've loved them for, I don't know, at least three years now. It's yeah. so good. And that's how Nate found the song from Set It Off through Spotify. Spotify, yeah. Well, yeah. Then... And I found it from Scene Queen through <laughs> TikTok. And it's it's such a good song. Yeah, so TikTok and Spotify yeah. approved. <laughs> yeah, TikTok and Spotify approved. <laughs> um, but also just Scene Queen in herself. I love her because mm. she's a part of like the is it 
screamo what genre are they i don't know what like set it off oh um set what it genre off are they? is um it's kind of like a mix of things because they do different things yeah so it's um it's original brand of pop music they say and it's yeah. like infusing bold electronical elements rock instruments guitar mm. riffs um and yeah it can go from catchy to dancey and stuff like that so. no that's that's fair yeah yeah because um scene queen she has pretty much made her own kind of thing and she's called it bimbo yeah. core yeah and barbie and ken is very much more um scene queen vibe than set it off yeah 100 percent. yeah because it's it's just so good it is yeah great, and then yeah. she has another song called pink panther which is hilarious <laughs> yeah. like please don't call i need another hour three hot girls are piling in the shower like yes <laughs> it's hilarious it's That's so catchy and i remember when like she was showing it on tiktok and i was just like yes i need the song bitch yes Ugh. But cool. those those are our little little song yeah. recommendies if you feel like, you know, mixing like it, it up and hearing a few different things. I mean Charlie Puth and the Elgin John, my two songs very all over um all over the radio most likely because yeah probably i i do thoroughly enjoy pop i'm more of a pop r&b kind of gal mm. but i do like a little bit of everything yeah yeah, yeah. brandon hates country music and that he is does. one of my yeah. favorite things to play yes. for him some of them are really good yeah i find some good country music man but there is a <laughs> i need to find the song and then uh, it'll be a part of my song for next week okay. so but Kinda, I get the end of up a little if uh, we're just gonna touch a little more on Sobertober. Mm. Yeah, because yes. yeah, 3rd of October, we're trying not to smoke uh, weed recreationally, more yes. for anxiety and like for the, um, yeah, more for our mental health instead of just yeah. recreationally because we can. Typically, if I feel a panic attack happening on, I'm like, all right, go. Yeah, and then my my mind constantly races, and then that's when I get like mm. the like uh, nervous, jittery anxiety where I constantly like either want to be moving around or I've got to like tap my leg or like I start like yeah, pretending yeah. I'm playing the piano on my thumb or something, or I'll pick at my nails kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, my brain never stops; it'll constantly keep running and running and giving me more and more things that I have to do or yes. more ideas of like oh this is a good idea what if we do this oh what if we do that oh we could start this new project oh and then with this new project we've also got like the 20 other projects yes. that we also want to start yes yeah which yes. is my head and I've had those experiences as well it's yeah, yeah that's most of my anxiety yeah. and then every now and then I get like the very fuzzy head and the tight chest and like feeling like the walls are closing in on me and it's just like it's hypervent hyperventing city yes. up in here yes have some of those moments and yes. other moments there are like random thoughts that give me a really weird emotion which literally happened like while we were trying to record this as well and it came out of nowhere and I'm mm. like what the fuck mm. and it still hasn't really left no. and i'm like yeah sick yeah because it usually sticks around for a while <sighs> unfortunately. unfortunately yeah and sobertober i guess is also gonna like primarily for me and what i want out of sobertober is so that i can i guess try and learn more about like my anxiety mm. and 
what is triggering it more and like do other things help calm me down a little instead of me going straight for a smoke which i know yeah. will help straight away but like it helps the symptoms but uh, yeah the cause yeah yeah and it's like especially if i'm out and about and like mm. sometimes if i get like hit with random anxiety i could then get like that social anxiety yes. of like i don't want to be around people yeah. anymore and you know you just like your social battery drains and then you That's don't want to be out anymore mostly my anxiety yeah things. so it's, it's like, like i don't want anybody we to be around me yeah we obviously just can't fucking pull out a bong and start ripping yeah. it in the middle of a west field i fucking Thanks. wish wish but that'd be um, great i know right or just like run back to the car rip a couple cones and then walk back in like, the ideal no. world in the ideal world <laughs> but yeah little things like that like are there things that we could potentially do during those times yes. that would help with our anxiety that could get us through until we get home and yeah. a lot of the time with my anxiety i'm just like no i want to leave i want to go home i don't want to be here anymore and i essentially shut down and become an introvert because yeah. I'm, I'm just done it's, it's too much stem it's too many things happening around me i can't focus my brain's going too fast yeah and yeah if there are like things that i guess i can do while i'm out and about that could help with that mm. and that'd be nice for me to figure out during this sober toba yeah and then on i don't know how much we want to talk about this on the monday one but mm. um i guess also us trying different strains and stuff like yes. that it'll be good to find out um say like this particular strain i can use that because i know that'll help me with this type of situation mm. or something like that i reckon that'll be kind of cool to see yeah. if that helps yeah and then also chatting with the chemist being yeah. like yeah i need something that'll really slow my brain down but won't make me like tired or still keep me energized but will just slow my brain yeah yeah or like a few like i need something that like knocks me the fuck out because my pain is just debilitating me like please i think we found one of those potentially potentially but on our what's happening wednesdays we'll touch a little bit more yes. on you know the weed and cannabis side and things like yes. that if you want to join us if not that's cool you do so, you i'm not your mum. i really don't care yeah maybe you check out some songs if you want oh yeah but you do you boo because again when no not your parents no. yeah don't want to be your parent <laughs> yeah i definitely don't want to be your parent same yeah nah i'll i'll pick the children literally yeah. <laughs> adoption <laughs> i don't that's, pick you <laughs> it's it's like one of my favorite insults that i've read of like um i've seen like tiktok videos or facebook videos or like reddit things of like um their adopted yeah. siblings like popping off on other people yeah. yeah and they're fucking amazing one of them oh, was God. like this kid was like saying um something really horrible to this poor girl who was adopted and then without missing a beat she pretty much turned around and said well at least my parents actively chose me where <laughs> yours are stuck with you and that would suck <laughs> and then just walks away and i'm like that's the off. ultimate thing to say I'm to like, that that's yeah. the kind of power i want to give to a child because <laughs> i'm also petty and vindictive yeah so yeah i would 100 help them come up with comebacks and good like fucking slap down yeah and like even though it may hurt and sound terrible it's kind of true they did pick that kid out of other options yeah and you just were there yeah and unfortunately your parents were stuck with you yeah yeah which is also kind of like one of my favorite things to say as an only child it's like well my parents got it right whereas your parents had to keep trying for something yeah. better so yeah that's my favorite thing to use on my si- on my siblings on my cousins well yeah well. but with then our magenials. Magenials. Nebu. Nebu tebu. What's up? Hit us with our fun fact, baby. Fun fact of the day. Yeah. 
3rd of October in 1849, American author Edgar Allan Poe was found delirious in a gutter in Baltimore, Maryland under mysterious circumstances. This was also <laughs> the last time he was seen in public before his death on the 7th, which is mysterious. We don't know how exactly he's died. Okay. It's usually um, attributed like to his alcohol addiction problem and he was completely delirious by the end of it. Mm -hmm. and ever succumbed to, I believe, withdrawals, some people say is why he passed away. So yes, this day, the 3rd of October mm. in 1849, he was found, <laughs> last time in public, to be delirious in a gutter in Baltimore. I found fitting to just mention no, to be like, fair. people that's... have their lows, but you people can get up lows. from it. 100%. <laughs> That's the fun fact of the day. No, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Um, well, my multicultural word of the day, um, mixing it up a little with a French word instead oh. of a Māori word. Oh. Yeah, very easy French word. Lundi. 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 It's just Monday in French. Lundi. 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 Monday. Lundi. Yeah. So, uh, Lundy. you wouldn't happen to know what mash and Monday is. Have no idea, no, but I can enough. find out. But next week, we'll find yeah, out what mash yeah. is in French. Part or... one of <laughs> mash and Monday translation to French. We've got French. Monday, uh, and next week we will have mash and... <laughs> and then the following week, we'll have mash and Monday, because it might be different. Potentially. Potentially. Oh, this has been a ride. It, it has been a ride. It's been a ride of a week. It's been a ride of a day. Yeah. Um. So with this, with this. my pretty little bubbies. Um. Hashtag Pauline Hanson is a racist. Yes. Hundred mm -hmm. percent. Pauline Hanson is, is a, a racist. racist. And she should be deported. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I definitely don't want her to be in my country. Oh my god. I'll drive her to the airport. This, specifically, is a shout out to Pauline Hanson. Alright, yeah. Bye! <laughs> Bye!